We have lots and lots of ground to cover. Let's get going. Today's daf is daf memhei, page 45 in the Heligim Mishach is Gittin. And we are going to pick up at the two dots, four lines before it gets wide on Mem Dalet Amad Beis. All right, Mem Dalet Amad Beis, four lines before it gets wide. You have a two dots. We are up to Omar Rebi Avo. All right, you have the place. Let's go. Am Rabbi Avo, Rabbi Avo says, "Shonli Rabbi Yechon never chutz achar Rabbi Lesoryo, Rabbi that follows Rabbi out to Soryo, Machari Shom Rabbi and his Rabbi sells him in Sura Yalta Lechiros. The Eved goes free. So this is interesting because yesterday we learned that an Eved who sells it, then a, um, a Yid who sells his Eved from Eretz Yisrael to chutz Laaretz, the Eved goes free. Over here, you're not selling him from Eretz Yisrael to chutz Laaretz. What happened was the Eved by himself followed his master out to chutz Laaretz. Still, even though." You're not the one who's causing him to do less mitzvahs. He followed you to Chutzlaretz. But then you sold him there. He's still going to go free. Says the says that once he uh, ever follows, him, follows his master willingly, he lost his right to go free. It depends whether or not the original master, when he left for Surah, planned on going back to Eretz Yisrael. Okay, since he plans on going back to Eretz Yisrael, we're going to consider it like he's selling from Eretz Yisrael to, uh, to Surah. Okay, but if he was... Um, but if... Yeah, but if we have a situation where... I'm sorry, not if, but in the situation where the master intended to go back, so then why did the Eved follow him out? Because the Eved himself wasn't willingly leaving Eretz Yisrael. He was following the master, assuming he's going to go back with his master to Eretz Yisrael. And since the Eved thought that he's going to go back to Eretz Yisrael, we're going to obligate the buyer to free the Eved. Vatanya, I'm going to say, Yaitse Eved, Achar Rabbi Lesura, that when Eved, that when a master leaves Eretz Yisrael, the Eved follows him to Surah. Now, Yaitse, what does it mean? He goes out. What does it mean? Because the master left Eretz Yisrael, the Eved goes. But there's a general rule, and this applies to members of one's household as well, which is that if a person makes Yerida, person goes from Eretz Yisrael to Chutzlaretz, you cannot require any member of your household to leave Eretz Yisrael. And the same thing would hold true with the, uh, with the Eved. Or rather, Yotzoha Eved Acharabi the Surya. If the Eved followed his master to Surya Bechari, Rabbi Shom and his master sold him there. So, Im Das Rabbi Lachzar, if the master intended to go back to Eretz Yisrael, Koyfen Eisoi, then we're going to force the buyer to set, to to free the Eved, because the Eved had the ability to go back to Eretz Yisrael. And now, now by you owning him, he's not going to, Vim Im Das Rabbi Lachzar, but if the master himself never intended, in Koyfen Eisoi, we're not going to force the buyer to free the Eved, because the Eved went willingly after his master, and that was his choice that he did. The, the master did not intend at that time to go back. Hence, by buying him, you're not causing any loss to the Eved. So you're not obligated to free him. Omar Ravonon, Ravonon says, the first halacha is what we just mentioned, that an Eved, that, that, that a master that leaves Eretz Yisrael and his 
sells an Eved out to Chutz Laaretz, the Eved goes free. V'idach, and the other Halacha I learned from him, the Yidmar, we learned, we know that land goes back to its original owners. Land of Eretz goes back to its original owners by the Yavel year. What happens if you sell it during the Yavel year? It's sold, but the land goes back right away. So basically what you did is you, go, you gave the seller a present. Yeah? Your guy buys the real estate for $100,000, a million dollars. It's Yavel. In some way, shape, or form, the sale's a valid sale, but Tyra kicks in and says that the land goes right back. So you paid a million dollars, and the la- and you own the land for that, call it split second. So the owner own- now has his land back, plus the money. All right? It's not a valid sale in the beginning. Okay? The whole sale's not valid. No such thing. Hence, if you buy the land, the seller would be obligated to return the money, because... It's still your money. Nothing happened. Bechada, um, in one of these halachas, hadrei's vine, the sale goes back. Uvechada loyajine, and the other halacha, the sale does not go back. Vloyadana haimenayu. I'm not sure which time the owner has to give the money back or not. Now, again, what are the two halachas? So, the what we're dealing with is like this: If I sell my eved to chutzlar, the eved goes free. Does that mean that I have to give? The buyer's money back Or not Maybe I keep the money Just the other goes free By the case of the Yavil You sold your land So you took the money the, uh, So we had a machlaikas And Shmuel was of the opinion In a machura kol ikr It's not a valid sale And Rav says machura v'yaitza So he says also Right the land's going to go back To its original owner Says in one of these two cases the money goes back, and I don't know which one. Amar of Yaser, Yaser says, "Well, this is quite simple to figure out. I'll tell you which one it goes back." And the buyer has to give him the document. You see, the second guy did acquire him. This is considered an acquisition. You don't need to return the money. And by the, the evil situation, Shmuel was the one who was of the opinion that it's not even a valid sale, and therefore Moyes Chayz and the money should go back. So it's pretty straightforward, as in between the two halachas of Shmuel, which one does he say the money has to go back? Clearly, by the evil case, because Shmuel said it's not even a sale. It's not even a sale during the other year. You can't sell the land; it's not valid. So I just have to give you back your money. So this is pretty straightforward and simple as to in which case the money needs to be returned. To which the Gemara asks, well, if it's so simple, then why was Rav Anan unsure as to which case you needed to return the money? The Rav Anan, Brisa Loi Shamisli. He wasn't, he, he didn't know of the Brisa. Okay? He didn't know of the Brisa that uh, Shmuel holds, that uh, the, the, it's not a valid sale. The Imi de Shmuel, and if we would have just assumed from Shmuel's halacha that the money goes back, if I would have just had that assumption, so then what would I have said? I'll say, from where do I know that it's not a valid sale and the money goes back? I would say that the field isn't sold and the money is a present. Just like if somebody is Makadesh's sister, somebody puts a ring on his, on his sister's finger, 
If somebody stands under the chuppah with his sister and says, Rav says she's got to give the ring back. There's no such thing. It's not a valid marriage. Ring goes back. Shmuel says, listen, people know it's not a valid marriage to their sister. And therefore, you're just finding a fun, uh, what you think is a unique way to give your sister a present. You know it's not even us, sir, because nothing happened. It's not valid. But the intention is that it should be a matona. Hence, the money is there's no obligation to return it. Okay. Amalei Abayi Rabbi Yosef. Abayi says to his beloved Rabbi Rabbi Yosef, "My chos is the kansino lekeh." One second. We said if somebody sells the eved to chutzlaretz, the buyer has to set the eved free. Why? Why the buyer? Why not the seller? Why are we finding the bite and saying that you paid the money, you lose your money, you got to feed the Eved. Let's put a knas on the seller. Omar Lehi says to him, The mouse is not what stole. You know what stole? Well, allowed the mouse to steal, which is the hole in the wall. What does this mean? See, a mouse could come and try to steal the cheese, but... That cheese can't go anywhere if there's no hole to pull it through. Therefore, I can't sell my Yevet to Chutzlarts without having a willing buyer in Chutzlarts. That's how we knas, we find the buyer. But what's the obvious question? Very nice, you want to say, oh, there wouldn't have been a buyer, I couldn't have sold it. Well, guess what? <laughs> if uh, you don't have a seller, you can't sell it either, right? <laughs> if not for the hole, the mouse couldn't steal it. Says the Gemara, <laughs> one second. If not for the mouse, a hole can't steal it either. Yeah, so why don't we put the responsibility on the seller? Says the Gemara, the, the, you're right. Rather, the reason why we can ask the buyer is because we look at what stage at where the issue is. Since the issue of the Eved is not that the Eved is sold. An Eved's allowed to be sold. The issue of the Eved is that he was sold to Chutzlar, so we're going to look at the place of the issue, the Chutzlar, and say, who was causing that problem? It's the buyer who's in Chutzlar. And Memela, that's why, that's where we're going to place the Knas. Okay. Say a couple of, uh, couple of, uh, couple of stories over here. Says the Gemara, there was an Eved the Ark of Chutzlaretz. He went from outside Eretz Yisrael to Eretz Yisrael. Lozomare Habasre and his master followed him to Eretz Yisrael. Why he wanted to get him back? So he went from above all to Eretz Yisrael. The master goes chasing after. Muskmeid Ravami came from Ravami. Amalei Ravami said to him, Nechtev l'shtora admei uksoiv legita dechiru bububu. So instead of taking your Eved back, let's write an obligatory da- uh, uh, note. That the Eved can stay in Eretz Yisrael, and he just has to pay you the the value. And you write a star shech vilay, and if you don't do that, then we're just going to tell him he can stay here. Okay. It's kind of like you have an Eved that runs two Eretz Yisrael. It's kind of like his year miklat. Yeah, he's uh, he's allowed to stay there. Okay. Um. Midrabachi Berbaishia. 
Now the reason why we say this because of Ravachi, the son of Rav Ishiyas Allah, the Tanakh, the Brayz Allah Yeshu You should not dwell in your land, Peniachtiu Aischali Yehi, because you might come to be chayte to sin against me. With non-Jews who have been makabel, have accepted upon themselves to not serve Avaydazara. Maybe there are a lot of inertia. So Tamar Leimer, let's ask you. Ela Doinav Doinav. No, you cannot bring back a servant who ran away from his master. So what do we do? He dwells amongst you as a people. So here. You see from you know, we see from here is you have a non-Jew who uh, who's uh, you know doesn't serve a vaydas kachavim. He's allowed to dwell in Eretz Yisrael because they're and we have a problem with Ravaisha because high mayim adayna of this that he runs away from his master mayim aviv mi boile. It should have said that he ran away mayim aviv from his father. Why from his father? Because we're dealing with a yid. I'm sorry, we're dealing with a non-Jew who's running away from his father's ways. Of serving Avodazar, Ella, rather Amar Rabbi says, "Why do we say master? Because then with somebody who sells his eved to uh, to chutzlaritz, okay? And what do we say? Bezin should get involved and free that eved. The kosher of Achib Rabbi the kosher of Achib is halacha because the pasuk says, "I share not She's somebody who's from among you. Somebody who ran away from to Eretz Yisrael. That even if you have an Eved that was outside Eretz Yisrael and now goes to Eretz Yisrael, you're not allowed to return him to his master outside Eretz Yisrael. Okay, why? Because we want to... Uh, we want to create situations where now he'll be free and he'll have the ability to perform mitzvahs in Eretz Yisrael. Tanya idach leisaskir eved asadaynav. You should not bring forth an eved to his master. Rabbi Yaimer, but like Yech Eved Amanasta Shachray, a custom bedavid is dealing with somebody who purchases an eved Amanasta Shachray on a condition to free him, and he doesn't free him. So you purchase somebody and the Eved thinks that, no, you're buying me and now this is going to be my, my way out. You're being nice. You're redeeming me. And the guy says, no, 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 no. I didn't plan on redeeming you. You're, not, you're actually going to work for me. Bezin's going to force that person to set the Eved free. The buyer wrote, when I buy you, you are accepted, you are um, acquiring yourself from the time of the sale. In such a case, again, we'll force the guy, even if he changes his mind afterwards, we'll force him to free the Eved. Rav Chista had an Eved who went to Beikusai. Okay. Now, Beikusai, so Rav Chista lived outside Eretz Yisrael. Beikusai is place of the Kusa. We're assuming it's outside Eretz Yisrael too. Shalach lohu. So he sent to the Bezdin of Bekusai, Hadru Anili, send him back. Send back my Ebed. Shalchulay, they said, they saskar Ebed, Allah, do you know? You're not allowed to return an Ebed back to his master. Shalach lohu. Returning lost objects. You have to return his garments and his donkey and anything your brother loses. 
Therefore, you have a mitzvah of Shabbos Havedah. You got to return my Yavad. They sent back to him. I, the two verses contradict each other. So I should listen to your verse. Listen to our verse. Where do we say you're not allowed to send an Evid back? That's when the Evid ran away from outside Eretz Yisrael, to Eretz Yisrael. You're not allowed to send them from Eretz Yisrael back to Chutzlar. However, but over here, none of us are in Eretz Yisrael. Therefore, you have a mitzvah of Shabbos Avedah. You got to return to Masha the Shalach Luke Rabbi Achiyah. Why does he have to mention Rabbi Achiyah Rabbi Yishia? Mishum Demashma Lukroi, because the Kusim, remember, they don't follow drushes. He didn't send Rebbe's approach. They don't listen to drushes. They listen to explicit verses, explicit psukim. Rabbi Achiyah Rabbi Yishiyah was more of a direct explanation of the pasuk than Rebbe's. Another story. Abai lost a donkey. Also, with in the in the city of these kusim, he sent news. If you find my donkey, give it back to me. They said, send us a sign, and we'll give it back to you. She sent them a sign. The chivra krisi has a white stomach. They sent to him. If your name, if you wouldn't be uh, Nachmani, Abai remember was called Nachmani. If you wouldn't be so chashuv. Uh, we wouldn't send it back to you because a, a lot of donkeys have white bellies and that usually would not be enough of a proof that it's yours but being that you're a chash of a rabbi and you're an honest uh, you've got an honest reputation so even though it's a slight sim and a slight sign it's still enough that we're going to send the donkey back to you okay this is incredible you're only allowed to Ransom or redeem captive Jewish captives if it's a fair exchange. Otherwise, they're going to go and keep doing this to Klal Yisrael and taking advantage of our achdos and our philanthropy. You're only allowed to spend what's fair. Because Tikkun Island. To keep society functioning and rolling properly. The Gemara will get more in depth in this. You also cannot help captives run away because of Tikkun Ha'ilam. Okay? What does this mean? If you have a friend who's in captivity, if you help that friend escape, everybody else who's still in captivity is going to lose out because of that. So you have to think broad. You can't just think micro. Uh, my friend needed to escape. Yeah, but if your friend escaping, now everybody else in prison is going to get a whipping and be chained down for the next year. So, you can't help people in captivity escape. It's done for Okay, again, is. What's going to happen to everybody else who's, who's left behind? Very often, and the Gemara is going to get into this, these fascinating psychologies. Very often, the Gayusha captors, when, this is natural for a lot of people. When you don't know what to do, you just get angry at whoever's around you. You just take it out on, on people. So this guy runs away. As they lost the captive. What are you going to do? So they start blaming everybody else, the other captives. They're going to get hurt. They're going to get whipped. They're going to get beaten. So that's Takana Sashulia. You probably that's got to show you information. How many Tikkun Oilam? 
This time we say, for the benefit of the world, you're not allowed to do certain things, even though it seems to be a mitzvah and a wonderful thing. What does it mean? You're not allowed to pay more for captives than is expected, than is fair value. Is, what does it mean? Is it because of Ducha de Tzibura? That, the, that people are going to start pressuring communities to spend a lot of money? Or maybe it's because they're going to try to cap, uh, capture more people. Why can't you do this? Because now they're going to capture more people? Or because it's, it's going to cause a tremendous financial drain on the Jewish communities? Tashmakam, listen. Levi Bargarda paid 13,000 dinaris of. Um, which was a tremendous amount. Now, if the if you weren't allowed to do this because it's going to be a financial in a community, how was he allowed to do it? It must be the whole issue is that they might take other people captive, and he wasn't concerned about that in this case. Amar Abai Abai says, "Am I lame alone? The beratzin chamav? Hey, no, Levi did it properly. Maybe he shouldn't have paid so much, but he did, and therefore you have no proof what the reason is." What's the difference? There's only one captive. So if you're going to say the reason is they're going to take it out on the other captives, if there are no other captives, that reason has fallen out the window and it would be permitted to help the captive escape. But if the concern is that they might end up capturing other people and chaining them down because they don't want to have another escapee, so then you're still not, not allowed to help this guy because you're hurting down the road other later captives. Bansi de Renachim Bokshon, Kidra Biadayu, Koshli the Ravilish, Rev Nachman's daughters would use their hands in a very hot pot, and Rev Elish asked the question, Ksiv, Odomachod Mayalaf Matsasi, I found one in a thousand, referring to Tzadik and Bishop Holela Matsasi, but I haven't found this amongst women. Women don't have this protection of Tyra. Yeah, they mamish they would stir their soup with bare hands. They must be tremendous sadikim. Sidkonyes. What happened was something was caused against them, and they were taken Nishtabayan, they were taken to captivity. was captured with the Numachad one day. There was somebody with Rav who understood birds. Also, in Orev, a raven came and said to Rav Yilish, what's the raven saying? This guy who understood bird language said, Elish Barach, Elish Barach, Elish, run away, run away. He said, Ravens are liars. You hear this, Mamish, this week's, this week's Parsha. Chukas Balak, you have talking donkeys, right? So over here, you have the ravens talking to each other. They're not talking in, uh, in language that most people understood. But this guy with Ravilish, he, um, he, uh, uh, he uh, understood the language of the birds. And they were saying, run away. But he says, oh, they're ravens. I don't believe them. They're liars. Then a dove came. He said to the guy who understood bird language, what's the dove saying? He said, Yidin are compared to a dove. We are faithful and we stay with the same way doves are faithful to their mates. We're like a dove. 
I know a miracle is going to happen for me. Let me go check on these Jewish women, the daughters of Nachman. If they are Tidkaniyais Ahadrinu, I will try to have them escape with me. Amari said, "No, she called me this Lehu Sajan Lead Lehadadivevesaki say when women talk, they share their secrets in the Besakise in the restroom. Now they didn't have plumbing, so it means they go outside." They go outside and they that's where they, they share Shamina Kamrin Aide Govern Unadroi Govern. They said that those that captured us are govern are our men, are our husbands, and then our duh people from Narda were our husbands in the past. Which means uh, we used to have our Jewish husbands from Narda and now they captured us, so uh, we have we have new men to be with. Let's tell those who captured us. We prefer to be with our captors than our previous husbands. So come, Arak. He got up and he left by himself. Him and this guy went Ravilish was able to escape across the river. The other guy got stuck in the river and he was killed. And they ultimately married these non-Jewish men. And when Rav Nachman's daughters came back, they they um, were uh, stirring pots of witchcraft, which means they had gone off and been impacted by their captors in a negative way. Okay. Now... We don't have too much time to focus, but just notice, not to judge, not to understand. There's a reason why the Gemara tells us the story, and it's not just because it's connected to having to be thoughtful when it comes to redeeming captives. And, um, you know, and, uh, you know, having that similarity to our story. But there, if, if the Gemara is telling us this incident, that means there's something for us to personally take from it. There's something uh, built into this. But you see people who are incredibly righteous and and, and the assumption is that Rav Nachman's uh, daughters certainly were. Um, but uh, when put into a, a different situation, right, they, they changed the way the, the way that they spoke. And it could be he was even in a nuanced way. Maybe he should have been, maybe he was maybe he should have judged them favorably and maybe they were concerned that he over that somebody was overhearing, and he maybe was gonna tell the captors they wanted to say otherwise. Who knows? Like, but you know, who knows what the the, the broader and uh, and bigger story here is? But we're supposed to take the mice. We're supposed to take the story, and and uh, you know, learn learn for ourselves the importance of every situation that we're in, taking it and using it as a as a way for growth of coming closer. To Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and the way to do it is by being aware that there is always this opposite opportunity as well. Okay, next Mishnah. Bottom line on Mem Hayamad Aleph. Vein Leichen Svarim Tzolinu Mezuzus Min Ha'ivdei Kachavim Yaiser Al Kedei Demeya. A guy walks up to you in the street with a safer Torah. He says, "I'll sell you this Torah. I'll sell you this Tefillin. I'll sell you Mezuz. Now I'll have to pay more 
than their real value. Because of Tikkun Okay, we don't want them, says Rashi. We don't want them uh, either because it's going to raise the prices for everybody or because it's going to encourage people, to, the Goyim, to steal these Sifrei Tarek Tzfilim because they can make a lot of money. So we're never going to give more than the value. That can't be more than the like they demand like him. You could pay them up to their value. If Sefer is found by the guy, you're allowed to use it and read from it. I would think otherwise. How do you know who wrote it? I don't know it's being done properly. If you could tell it's being written by somebody just because you sold to a guy, doesn't mean just because it's purchased from a guy. You see, it's okay. Don't malignize. Says Gemara, not necessarily there's no proof because maybe you're allowed to buy it from the guy, but you're obligated to put it into Seamus. Right, you're obligated to bury it um, or uh, put it aside, but there's no direct proof from here that you're allowed to use them. Amr of Nachman, Naktinan, we have a Messiah, Sefer Torah, Shnechtav, Min. If you have a Sefer Torah written by a Min, okay, as we learned, a Min is not just somebody who doesn't believe in the Rabbanu but somebody who's turned away completely and serves of the Zara. Yisarif, that Sefer Torah should be burned. If it was written by Yisarif, Yisarif, you don't burn it, but you put it aside. Nimsa biyad min Yisarif, Nimsa biyad Yisarif, Amar la Yisarif, but some say it's, uh, it's got to be put into Shemus, and some say you're even allowed to uh, read from it. Okay, so in the first case, it's, it's, uh, you have a Sefer Torah that's written by a min, and over here, you just found it in the hands of a man. Now, you don't know if he wrote it or somebody else wrote it. There's a chance it was actually written by a worthy person. And therefore, even though you got it from a min, we're not going to burn it. Maybe Taka had some, you know, Chashva Yari Shemayim who, who did this correctly. Okay. Sefer Tarsh Nech Tvayim Chami Yavis 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 written by an Avika Chavim Tani Chad Awam Brisa Tani Sisar If you got to burn it Vitani Dachal Brisa Ziganis You put it to Shemis Vitani Dacharim So this is a three way contradiction What's the answer like Asha Haditanya Yisarev This is where we learned You got to be burned Rabbi Elazri Damar Stamach Shavis Yavis 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 The regular mindset of an Avika Chavim is for his idols. Therefore, you burn it because you assume the Sefer Torah was written with the purpose of idolatry in mind. And when do we say Yigonis? You, you put it aside. Hi, Tanhu. It's the following Tanhu. The Tanhu Rebbe Muna Brei Dorava Mipar Miparsh Runya Sefer Torah Tzim Mizusha Kosva Min Umas or or a Meister. Somebody gives over the all the Yidden over the court. Rabbi Kacham Rabbi Kacham Ve'Eved or Rabbi Kanani. Isha Wum Bekot Nor Minor Bekusi Bisro Momar Psul and they're all Pasul Shnamar Ukshartem Muksavtem Koshe Yes Noi Bikshira Yes Noi Biksiva. Only somebody who has a chiyuv to wear tefillin is allowed to be the one to write tefillin. Choshe Yen Bikshira. Anybody who doesn't have a mitzvah, an obligation to be kosher, to wrap the tefillin, to bind the tefillin on them, saying the Bixi, they're not capable, they're not allowed to be writing the Sefer Torah, tefillin and mezuzah, what we refer to as stam, stam, samach tof mem, Sefer, tof tefillin, mem, mezuzah. Now, for the Tanya Karambay, and the Brisa which says you're allowed to read from it. Hi Tana was the following Tana's different opinion. Tanya likes and swarm and Avi Kachavim Chomakim. You're allowed to buy Sefer from Avi Kachavim and not a worse bird in any place. But Vach Yuksuvim Kachos as long as it's written according to Allah. Ma'is Avi Kachavim Echad Bechitzan. The story with Avi Kachavim and Sidain. Shahaya Kaisav Swarmi. Sefer Torah. Hit the Rebbe Gamliel. Shem Gamliel. The Gachman of Shem Gamliel allowed people 
to purchase his Sifrei Torah. Obviously, he held that he doesn't need Uksartem, Uksavtem. Says the Gemara, but we have a problem. Because even if you're going to hold that it could be written by a non-Jew, because you don't need Uksavtem, Uksartem, but Rav Shingli holds in Sefer Torah Tzalem is need to be written Lishmam. Ibud Lishmam Boy. I'm sorry. He holds that Ibud, the actual preparation of the parchment, the tanning, has to be done Lishma. Ksiv Lishman Loy Boy. So he certainly holds that the writing has to be done Lishma. Ditan Winter Bray. So Tzipan Zav, if the Tfilin have a gold uh, coating, Aishal Aleim or Behematmeya, or he made um, the uh, boxes. Out of leather from a non-kosher animal, psulis is not kosher tefillin. Or behematayra, if it was used a kosher animal, kshares, then it's kosher. Even even if you didn't tend it lishma, that's the tanakam. Shimli leimer shimli says, afilu or behematayra is psulis achiyishul lishma. The whole thing has to be done lishma. The tanning, the process, everything's got to be kosher and lishma. How in the world can you say that he holds the writing can be done by nevi you can't even have the tanning We're dealing with somebody who converted to Judaism and then went back to not acting like a yid. So this guy is very aware of the Hilchus Stam. And um, since he knows the Hilchus Stam, he did it Lishma. Well, if he went back to his original ways, he's a min. We shouldn't even allow him to have the Shema. No, what happened was like this. You have a guy who converts to Yiddishkeit. Sincere. What happens after that is he comes under threat that if he continues living as a Yid, then uh, he'll get hurt or get, die. They'll kill him. So in such a case, we don't assume he's a man. Even if he writes to say for third Tzalim Azuzis, it's going to be valid. Ton Rabban, the rabbis learned, and that's why they're rabbis. We are allowed to pay a little more than the value of say for Tzalim from a non-Jew. How much? Until a tropic. Okay. Says the Gemara, what is that? My tropic, Amar of Sheshes, it's an istera. Tropic is an istera. Which is a small amount. It's a small amount. It says the Gemara, Hai Tayasa, there was a uh, Arab woman. Asia Chaisa the Tfilah the Kameida Bai. She brought Tfilah in front of Abai. Uh, he said to her, Yavale Reish Lakish. I'm sorry, Yavale Reish Reish Bitamre. Can you give me um, uh, the Tfilah and I'll give you some tomorrow, I'll give you some dates. In exchange for the tefillin, Imala, she was filled zihara with uh, with anger. She got very upset. Shakla shadino benahara, so she took the tefillin and she threw them into the river. Omar loi I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have made it worthless. Which means sometimes, if you have, you see, he he suspected that there was an issue here. Right? He suspected there was an issue. Something was off. Say so she stole the tefillin, found the tefillin, whatever it was, right? So you can say, what's the greatest, uh, what's probably a smart shtick, we'll think. What's smart? Tell the guy, oh, tefillin, yeah, well, they cost a dime a dozen in, in the Jewish bookstore. Uh, I'll give you uh, $5 for the tefillin. 
you might think it's smart. Cheapen it in the eyes of the guy and then he'll give it to me for less and I'll make, I'll make good use of it. You want to let me know you need to be careful about that as well. Because if you make it not really have much value to somebody who is interested in receiving value for it, so then they may just say, you know what, this whole thing's worth it. Next time they find tefillin or take tefillin from somebody, they'll just take it and throw it away. It's not gonna, so it's kedai. It's also kedai to give, uh, even if it's not the full value of tefillin, but to give an amount that's chashub enough for somebody that if they ever have this again, maybe not so much that they're going to be interested in stealing it again, right? But if they ever come across this again, they're going to go and actually try to sell it back to a yid. He says, it was wrong for me, and even in a deeper way, saying, forgetting what she ultimately did with the villain. It was wrong for me to speak down about villain, to even compare villain to, to uh, some dates. It's past nisht of a yid. In my own mouth, in my own mind, I shouldn't have even spoken like that. I should have compared it to something which was more valuable. Okay, we'll hold it here for today. A good nerve Shabbos. Bez Hashem Matzi Shabbos. At 10 p.m. we will pick up with the Mishnah towards the bottom of Memhei Amad Beis. Have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos, everybody.